When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello there and welcome to the Eurogamer Newscast. It's the morning after the night before of the Game Awards and uh, someone's been arrested, Elden Ring won Game of the Year and we've seen some Death Stranding too. It was a busy night, uh, not just for us, for Christopher Judge as well who um, eventually left stage. Here with me to talk about everything that we saw, heard uh and stayed awake for last night it's the eurogamer news team and a very special guest as well we've got ed nightingale hello victoria kennedy hello and wesley and paul hello lovely to have you all here and uh we have survived the game awards 2022 which is always a very long hard slog and kind of like the games industry's last big burp of announcements and press releases (laughs) of the year before it settles down and hibernates and goes to sleep and uh, I, I think we're all looking forward to doing that ourselves but before that let's just talk about what we saw because there was a lot uh and you know Jeff Keighley said that it was going to be a shorter show he lied thanks Jeff Keighley uh no he didn't it was 10 minutes shorter than last year uh, and maybe maybe it would have been half an hour shorter if it wasn't for Christopher Judge yeah um but uh, there was plenty of good stuff there last night, so let's talk about some of that. Um, you can read a recap of everything um, that was at the show on Eurogamer right now in our very handy Everything Announced the Game Awards 2022 article, uh, which will be linked from this blog post. So do give that a look if you want to rewatch all of the trailers. Um, there was the usual half-hour pre-show. We saw Dead Cells DLC with Castlevania, Vampire Survives on mobile, Valiant Hearts on mobile, a nice sequel. Um, and then we're into the sort Eternal of... PC at long last. Yeah, like confirmation <laughs> of Eternal PC. Was anyone surprised by that? Nope. <laughs> no. But it was nice to have. Um, I like this, uh, this Castlevania crossover. is sort of like as close as we're going to get to a new Castlevania game. Yeah. Um, which is quite nice. It's like when they put the F-Zero cart in Mario Kart. F-Zero track in America. Um, it's like, you're never going to get another one of these ever again. But, you know, it's just about relevant enough still to do a crossover. Be grateful for what you get. Do you play Dead Cells? No. Or Castlevania. Oh. I just know that. Castlevania, <laughs> Castlevania fans really want a new one. Sticking up for the Castlevania fans. All two of them. Dead Cells is great. Ed's one of them. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I'm quite excited about that DLC. Uh, the first like brand new game announced that I think stood out for a lot of people was Hellboy, which mm. uh, looked pretty cool. It's like this comic book style thing. Lance Reddick is in it. I mean, yeah. he's in everything. <laughs> yeah, I quite like the look at that. I like the uh, sort of comic book style. I think that Lance Reddick's voice as well is really well suited to Hellboy. Definitely, yeah. Whereas you know him best, uh, I think the same as me, <laughs> as um, uh, Commander Zavala from Destiny. Yeah, the Fallen are indeed crafty. <laughs> Can you do an impression of his voice from, because I don't know who that character is, I've never played Destiny. The fallen oh, crafty. <laughs> We've stepped into a war with the Cabal. Sorry. It's actually pretty good. You should be Hellboy. Look at this. <laughs> That's just me after four hours sleep. Yeah. You got four hours? We're all Zavala after that. Yeah. <laughs> I slept from half five until half nine. And then our fire alarm test. You know, we have a fire alarm test in our building every week. It oh, cuts no, into our meeting. Yeah. No. Oh, no. This was just a test. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, and the test worked because I, I woke up. I woke up. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's something that you do when that's you review. That's another story. Days gone. <laughs> that's just the reviewers. 
snor eller noget. And you can read about that on yourgamer.net as well. Um, <laughs> there was some Call of the Mountain gameplay for people who... Yeah, I'm sure will be excited. Yeah, who want to spend a grand playing VR games. And then uh, a Silent Hill-esque horror game called Post Trauma. Uh, I thought that looked quite cool, actually. Um, I th- it has uh, fixed camera angles, so they're clearly going for the old school Silent Hill, like um, horror vibe. Um, so yeah, I think that, that that could do all right. When's that release? Guy looks a little bit like old Dante from Devil May Cry yeah, Five. He does, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. There was a PlayStation first-person puzzle game an indie called viewfinder anyone look look quite cute that looked look quite well, yeah actually. i like the look at that i completely yeah. missed that <laughs> it's well. all a matter of perspective Ed. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, among us got its long promised hide and seek mode that we've been waiting for a while it's out today so yeah can go play that when right now you play among us or did you play among us uh, I I played it a bit. Hmm. I can imagine you being really good at it, Tom. Venting. Like, yeah, World Tom himself. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I played a lot more of the Fortnite ripoff mode, um, and that was a lot of fun. Yeah. I never played Among Us because I didn't have any friends who played, and I didn't want to just join Aww. a random. I know. So who wants to play the hide-and-seek with me is where I'm leading this. Uh... <laughs> Quickly, everyone hide. <laughs> Among Us is one of those games that is that has broken through, well and truly broken through into the mainstream, even if you don't like necessarily see adverts for it on telly or anything. And the reason you know when some, a game has done that because you see the little plushy toy things at service stations yeah. mm. whenever, whenever if you go to a service station you need to go to the toilet they always have a shop along the the sort of the corridor that leads to the toilet that you can't miss and you and it's got it's always got among us crap can i tell you a good story which is maybe not a good story but it amuses me um for some reason like the kids at my son's school really got into Among Us but when I say they got into Among Us they didn't actually play the game but they obviously got the concept and said they played in the playground and so you'd like someone would select an imposter and then the rest would have to try and work out who it was and um, I had a load of kids around in my house and I had to entertain them for ages and I was kind of losing my patience so I was like right everyone close your eyes and I'll pick an imposter and I picked no one and I said right go and it was amazing it kept them busy for hours wow that's (laughs) genius that is genius. Yeah, I had like a hot cup of tea. I watched a film. It was great. <laughs> how did they you? Were... Res- how did? Yeah, how did that resolve? They got picked up and went home. They never <laughs> they knew. Just... <laughs> oh no, that's that's trauma. That's trauma. No, that's clever. Yeah, that's that's top tier parenting. That, that is, yeah. <laughs> that's up there with telling telling your kids that when they hear the ice cream van noise, it means they're sold out. I've never done that. I, I do, which I've done. I've always done. Brutal. Let's hope they never listen to this. <laughs> yeah, for many reasons. For many reasons. Uh, after us, that looked quite nice. Atmospheric. Out next I year. I thought that looked quite quite nice. I, I did, but again, I got very confused because I was writing the Among Us story and then I looked up and they were talking about After Us and I was like, I don't understand what's happened. <laughs> Would you? Because... They announced the sequel like... in the same breath as like, they announced why? The why did they put those two next to each other in yeah. the lineup? I got very, yeah, I, I had to do a double take and I was like, have I, have I missed something? Like, what what's happened? <laughs> yeah, it's little... a post-apocalyptic uh, game set, you know, after America crumbles. It's called After US. <laughs> oh. Excellent. <laughs> wasn't wasn't there a bit of it that I remember? I can't remember if it was, this was a dream or I hallucinated it. But wasn't there a dead dog in it? There's there was, and they the brought the dog's spirit to life, and and its spirit, yeah, comes out. But there is a legit dead dog corpse in this in this game. It was in the trailer. 
Well, uh, maybe that's where I log back in because I've just been writing about how you can pet the pets in Among Us. <laughs> and, then... and that's and this is what happened to then... the sequel. You see the result. If the imposter gets one. you, the dog was the imposter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, would you put Among Us and uh, After Us next to each other? Well, they did. If they if After Us is so good, it gets loads of sequels. Eventually, you'll get After Eight. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Please let's all like rally together to make it a thing now, so we can. <laughs> so we can. Have we need that. you to make seven more games. Why? Be- it's just this thing. It's... <laughs> How long has that joke been whirring around in your head? Literally, just to ca- no. That's not a thing that I've been sitting on since last night. No, I just thought I've got this great joke. <laughs> Speaking of fun game names, what was it called? I'm not going to remind you. Redacted. Oh, shitting hell. I, <laughs> I know it's not called Redacted. I've got it on the screen. Re, re, revamp. What? Reverted. Reverted. We, we were literally talking about it 10 minutes ago. <laughs> it's reverted, isn't it? Replaced uh, oh, was a cool looking indie game. Revamp? Like, that wasn't. <laughs> no. Side scrolling, pixel art. Uh, it's coming to Xbox Game Pass and looks perfect for that. Uh, it had kind of mm, like cyberpunky vibes. Uh, it looks really cool. I really like this. Yeah, me too. One more time, Wes. What's it called? Redacted. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why the name of this game isn't sticking in my head. I think I think for me to remember the name of this game, I'll have to forget another game name. It's just replace it with something else. Capacity. It keeps being replaced in your it head. It keeps being replaced. <laughs> Holy shit. Meta. <laughs> well, how about you forget all about Street Fighter 6 uh, after you talk about it? That was up next. Well, how long do you have to talk about Street Fighter 6? Uh, I can hear the music playing off stage right now. So, <laughs> <laughs> Not I mean, very long. Stop. I'm Christopher Judge, so... Uh... No. Yeah, I don't think I don't. I think it looks super cool. We got our first look at some brand new characters, genuine brand new characters as well, which is really great. The uh, PJ, I'm not, mm, PJ Duncan, <laughs> PJ Duncan, yeah, yeah, Ant and Deck were the four characters announced last night for Street Fighter. I think I, there's a lot of stuff that you can do in this game that isn't just fighting online with the characters they've, you know, that they are with it launched. And I'm less interested in all that, but they are clearly pushing that because they know that's the way to get people who aren't necessarily into Street Fighter or fighting games playing the game. And then from there, they might start learning the game. Maybe they'll dabble online or whatever. So I do understand why they're pushing this stuff. I'm going to ignore it all. <laughs> <laughs> and go straight into online, but um, yeah, I I can understand why they're doing it. I think it looks great. June, I was expected to come out. They so they they confirmed the release date, which had leaked, and I was expecting it to come out before June. But hmm. however, June's kind of an odd time. There were a couple of June dates last night. Um, mm. Post financial year, um, like. I think it's Post just right developer times. Summer. People need more time. You know, they still need more time. Fair I enough. I think June is all right for Street Fighter, actually, because I wouldn't want it going up against big hitters, necessarily. Big hitters. Um, <laughs> yeah, it'll just get knocked out. So. And there's the music. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you're glad you invite me onto this now. Uh, I Hades Two was a massive announcement last night. <laughs> no idea that was going to happen. Huge surprise! Cool. It looks good. Supermassive's yeah. first ever sequel. Uh, but you know, Hades was such a smash hit for them. It kind of makes sense, right? Like people want more of that game. I think there was when we saw it. It's like, oh, is this DLC? Nope, they're doing a full blown uh, follow up to it. Everyone's pretty pumped. Yeah, I can't imagine like it great. being coming out anytime soon though no. it's coming like, out it's in awesome. 
Yeah, but um, they'll do the early access thing that they did. Like, oh, they're yeah, doing they early, access. Well, early access. Early access 2023, yeah. So, Which is yeah. surprising in a way because it's quite similar to the first one, but then I guess it worked well for them, so they want to go through so that process well, again. Yeah, I, th- I think they just want to get have the community involved in the same way they did last time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like like you say, it's they've sort of hammered it out by this point. Do you reckon that it was going to be maybe an expansion, and they just thought, "Oh, come on, we can do." We can, there's there's an appetite for a full sequel in that in a way that there hasn't been Maybe. you know there's not a bastion to um there should have been i'd have played that yeah. <laughs> maybe they didn't even intend to have a sequel but it's done so well that they thought you know what let's let's do yeah. more of that it's done so incredibly well yeah good for them it, when did hades yeah, actually come out last year two was it the year before ago. two years ago two years ago i can't remember yeah. it was pre-pandemic wasn't it it was pandemic year, I think. Yeah, twenty twenty. Yeah, yeah. Good for them. They're fantastic developer. Mm. Really, really great developer. I love them to bits. Yes. Oh. Uh, speaking of games that may not yet be out for some time, uh, Judas was Judas. another big surprise. Um, I like we've it's been like waiting. Lady to... Gaga. <laughs> <laughs> Ken Levine. Uh, we've been waiting to hear what he's been up to. Um, a bit harsh Lady Gaga. Uh, we've been waiting to hear what Ken Levine's been up to for about eight years now since he binned off his old studio because he got too big and decided to go play with narrative Lego in his bedroom with a couple of friends. And we you know, had no idea, really. Uh, it turns out that he's made another Bioshock game. Um, this one's set in space. And uh, you can set fire to things using powers uh you know coming out of your hand and um there's like i wrote a quick story on it last night but to me as a as a very big bioshock fan there's just so much stuff in there that looked familiar there was sort of weird twisted americana stuff there was creepy robots um there was like electricity crackling over water and um the uh uh trailer off the trailer jeff Keighley said that he played a bit and there is some of that sort of new way of storytelling, narrative, Lego uh, stuff that Ken Levine has talked about in the past in there. That was That's the bit I don't get. In the trailer, but... I, is it? Was there? No, it wasn't in the trailer. That was just something oh. that Jeff Keighley said afterwards. Like, yeah, I don't this isn't maybe what, what you think as a straightforward Bioshock game. Right. But this is apparently why it's been taking so long, because... Uh, you know, the thing with Bioshock Infinite was uh, it uh, it took so long to make, you know, they basically ran out of time and they had to call a stop to it. Um, and Ken Levine came out and said, you know, we can't justify spending all of this time and money on a game that people are probably going to finish in about 15 hours and never touch again. Uh, we need to come up with a better way of making games with narrative to add replayability or to extend the uh, experience of playing them somehow and that's apparently what he's been up to the last few years we'll, we'll see um i guess we'll find out more about it uh but it's, a, it's certainly based around a very bioshock looking game as a bioshock fan then are you glad to see that he's kind of sticking to what he knows or would you rather he was trying something a bit more different it's interesting because <laughs> uh you know i'm putting aside all of the stuff that came out earlier this year about um, his management style and inability to release a game. Um, I, I, I love Bioshock, you know, and I'm looking forward to more. There is another Bioshock coming out from Cloud Chamber, a uh, different team. Um, I wonder if we're going to be in a similar situation to Dead Space in sort of 2024, 20, probably, 2025, mm-hmm. where um, there's like the OG brand comes back, but also the original creator comes back at the same time with their separate take with a you know slightly different that would be idea. delicious oh. um, <laughs> just just throwing a remake of bioshock in there for good measure <laughs> the hat trick i mean that i would play <laughs> those the original game looks is is pretty good on um series x and ps5 they did a, a money spinning re-release about a year or so back um yeah i would also play a ground up remake too it's a great game but I don't need it in space. No, 
<laughs> but it's interesting they've gone to space because a lot of people thought, well, where can Bioshock go next uh, after doing Underwater and uh, In the Clouds? And people, and the obvious thing was of oh, space, you know, let's do a dark side of the moon based thing for it. And reportedly, that is not what Bioshock 4 is doing. Um, there have been reports that that is set in the Arctic. Um, so you have that similar sense of solitude, uh, but still very much on Earth, whereas this looks to be... Well, we haven't really seen anything of Bioshock 4, so we can't really compare. But yeah, um, super keen to find out more about that. Uh, Bayonetta was up next. This was oh. another surprise. Oh. <laughs> Ed, were you expecting this? Um, no, but some people kind of were, it turns out. Um, because, so this is Bayonetta Origins, Cereza and the Lost Demon. Uh, and it's a... Which is terrible. What does that even mean? <laughs> what does that even mean? Um, well, it, it does What's Cereza? Cereza is Bayonetta's real name. Isn't oh, that Spanish? I didn't know Bayonetta had a real name. Yeah. <laughs> so Bayonetta as a kid, who you play as here, is called Cereza, and then she becomes Bayonetta the Witch. Oh, and the lost demon she's that. talking about is the Cheshire Cat. The what? (laughs) You are rocking Wes's world here right now. There's a Cheshire cat. (laughs) Is this meant to be like an Alice in Wonderland? I think there are references to it, yeah. Oh, I see. Um, Anyway, so it's it's a prequel. It's got this sort of fairy tale storybook vibe to it, which is really not like... Yeah, which is really not like Bayonetta at all. Um, which is all very over the top and pretty sexualized. And this is playing as a young girl in a storybook. So it's very different. However, it turns out that there is a playable teaser for this in Bayonetta 3, um, which has been there all along. Um, There's an item called an old book that you could unlock with some hidden keys. um, There you go. Uh, And, and it's been playable since the game came out a month ago, but nobody knew what this, what this teaser or what the secret trailer was. Um, And now we know. Do you have to sort of fall down a rabbit hole to find it? (laughs) I think Uh, writing about this, you will. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, we fell down one trying to find a video of it, Um, (laughs) but no, you, you, you get like an old book that you can buy, but then you have to find keys hidden in different levels That's and just Alice and unlock Mike. it all. Yeah. It's a little potion I think this thing. Is super drink cool. me. Yeah. <laughs> this is really cool. I like that they've done it's this. It's a fun tease. It's just very, very different to the main game. So Good, right? The main game's there. I like it's the idea cool. of them expanding out Bayonetta as more of a an, more of a franchise. It's more work for um, Jennifer Howe. <laughs> right name. <laughs> yeah, who voices young... What's the name again? Cereza. Uh, I'm, kind I'm of name is guessing that? a young girl. That's Cereza. one of the few words that I know in Spanish. You go to the bar, you ask for dos cervezas, uh, por favor. Not cerveza, not Cereza. <laughs> what, what is well, it? Cereza, Cereza. What is happening? <laughs> We're very tired, everyone. <laughs> Maybe that's how they pitched it. <laughs> uh, I'm going to skip a couple of games I don't care about and talk about Suicide Squad, uh, which I, like, honestly, I have struggled to find some enthusiasm for this game so far. Uh, I love the Arkham titles, but this one just, for whatever reason, hasn't really pushed my buttons. This is Rocksteady's big return after a long time uh, quietly building this, I guess. Um, but last night's trailer showed Batman uh, for the first time and voiced by the uh, very sadly missed late Kevin Conroy, who is uh, he has recorded um, Batman and this will be his final appearance in the role. I thought that was a very cool announcement and mm. um, a nice sort of moment in the show to pay tribute to him. And uh, yeah, I've Generally, the first time I've watched the trailer and, and thought, oh, I actually need to play this game now. Oh, right. It turned you around then. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Still, not, I'm still not feeling it. Oh, see, I've always been more looking forward to this one because I quite like the idea of playing as the baddies. So. Just, why, why, are they keep, why do these people keep making games that make me want to play as Batman? 
just like yeah i just mm. there's no one in any of these games gotham knight or this one that is better to play as as batman i just don't get it i mean the thing i like about batman are the villains and the way that they represent sort of different psychological traumas and stuff like that and i really like that but what I like about it is what Arkham Asylum did, where you have to understand them and beat them as Batman. I don't want to play as them. I don't want this jokey banter, and I, I'm not interested at all. Do you guys remember Calendar Man? Yes. <laughs> it was a good date. Hey. <laughs> it's that good was to weak. have you here, Wes. <laughs> Moving on, we got a PC release date for Last of Us Part 1, 3rd of March. We got uh, the trailer for Star Wars Jedi Survivor, which looks pretty good. The release date had already leaked, 17th of March. He's older now. He's got a beard. He's got a good old... That had leaked, hadn't it? Because yeah. of some, some figure? Yeah, well, there was, was a figurine... Because I wrote about, I wonder if he shaves it with his lightsaber. And I thought it was very funny. And then I read it again and I was like, maybe that wasn't so funny. No, that is funny. I like that. I think you would. I mean, that will wake you up in the morning. Very very delicate. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'll be a real pro. (laughs) I actually liked the bit in the show last night when the actor came on stage. I thought that was genuinely nice. Like, you know. It, it was quite a cool long, entrance. And it was cool. Yeah. He clearly is like absolutely loving that he's he's in Star Wars in some way. Yeah. He's gotta be angling for a role in uh, Mando season four yeah. or whatever. There'll be a show somewhere where he's desperate to get in. Yeah. Well the, the game is canon, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the time period would match up for him to be in one of the Disney Plus shows, so Yeah, he's just waiting for that call. Yeah. And his beard looks good. Like me, he needs a bit of a Cereza right now. <laughs> Next I up, her was... childhood name was Cereza, and her her outfit is hair. Oh, let's not get into that. <laughs> Earthblade. Next game from the creators of Celeste. Speaking of razors. <laughs> June, no one cares about June. Uh, for spoken, <laughs> Wes, did you I, want to say anything I, about I June? Cared about June, of course I did. <laughs> I don't have, I don't really know what to expect from this game, even after looking at that video. To be honest, I think it'll probably be like Age of uh, Conan Exiles meets June because the developer made Conan, uh, Conan Exiles. So I don't have a hugely high hopes or expectations, but I love June as a universe. So I'm in, I'm interested to see if it's any good that's where i'm at with it fear is the mind killer that's that's Um, right that is yeah (laughs) i think another game that we're waiting to see if it's going to be any good is forspoken which Mm -hmm. uh you can now try for yourself and find out and see just how hip-hoppy its character walks around so that demo is available to play right now go download it on PlayStation 5 only? Yep. I'm going to give that one a go. I'm still holding out hope that it will be good. Cool. I think it will be fine. <laughs> Just about. Just about fine. Moving on to some of the really big announcements of the night. Death Stranding 2. Yeah. Or DS2, yeah. as mm. they kept on referring to it. Which is not a sequel to Nintendo's popular handheld, but uh, another game. God, uh, that would be amazing, DS2. Yeah, Kojima's oh, making yeah. box eye for the DS2. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird that it's down officially down as a working title. I don't understand why it would be, why Death Stranding 2 isn't just the title. Uh, it's, it's just Kojima mind games. And also it's just another PR hit when they announced the proper title that is down called the Death road. Stranding 2 yeah hmm. what would you call it Death Stranding 2 <laughs> it's the sequel you ready Victoria okay 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 ready <clears throat> one two three um, um wait we got still... <laughs> Stranding Stranding 
Oh god, that didn't work. Did you were it? meant to come in with me. The, the weight, the setup, it was all there. I had completely forgotten. Okay, that, that try was again. Sort of thing that we were gonna do. I was okay. literally waiting for that. I'm um, still stranded. <laughs> That's what it should be called. I'm still yeah. death stranding. I'm still. You know how, too. like, when we go karaoke, we think we sound amazing. <laughs> if anyone, whenever anyone, like, member of staff pops their head in to give it, that's what it sounds like. Yeah, <laughs> I genuinely have never felt more sober than I have right now. <laughs> <laughs> You're still drunk. I did have some rum last night. Yeah. Oh, do you have a coffee, coffee one? <laughs> I've ordered yeah. it. It's arriving it's tonight. There was a point in the evening where I really had to dial it back because I was like, this, the rum is doing much more work than the coffee. <laughs> as it should. Yeah, yeah, to be fair, as it should. But we are all still stranding. You know, we're still here right now. So turns out yeah. DS2 was the many news stories that we wrote along the way. There's an octopus baby. That's yeah, did I the baby turn the into the octopus? I assumed so. Okay, because that's what I took from it. <laughs> or a half baby, half octopus. I think, a I mean, in, in all seriousness, I think the, the trailer confused me a bit because that's fragile, but mm. as, as in Leia Sadu, but I don't know if that is the character. Is this part, was this a flashback? Is this partly a prequel? Is this the origins of BB? But I then Norman also, looked older. but he looked older. But yeah. then he yeah. comes in older at the end, and the tagline is "Should we have connected or something like that?" That suggests so a sequel. It would suggest it's a sequel. So I'm like, well, is this someone else, but the same actress, or is this a flashback? Are they just explaining stuff? I mean, it's Kojima. It's all over the place. As it say, I think so. Yeah. It will make no sense even after the end of DS2, after 40 hours yeah. of nonsense. Um, <laughs> Tell us how you I really feel, the Ed. Big mech thing. <laughs> I like the big mech mech sort of thing that turned up at the end i don't know uh what it's supposed to be all big like robot mech sorts of things they all have the same whale sound i don't know why this is like whale sound yeah they all like it's like there's some sort of they emit in in sci-fi and like in any form of sci-fi they always emit this sort of weird like whale sound as if it's it makes it feel like really big and like important and epic also is that a nod to metal gear oh, of course i i took it as yeah yeah i i took it as a metal gear beta because ray's not even as big as that i didn't think it was <laughs> well are we a little surprised that he's making death stranding too i mean i know it's sold no because norman reedus linked it. <laughs> no well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In May, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We've been waiting for it this most Casually dropped, just so casually was like, yeah, I'll just make another Death Stranding. Another I think maybe there were the some questions at some point over how well it had sold. Well, we did the story recently where uh, they like um, celebrated 10, was it 10 million porters? And then we compared it to things like uh, A Thief's End, which got to a much higher number quicker or something I, I can't remember exactly the figures but it, it still didn't seem as much as maybe you might it's assume. i think it's less a sales thing with this game than it is a like impact type brand game yeah and, and you can see why playstation would want it yeah like it's a you know it's it's a brand exercise i think yeah it's not yeah it's not like you know cyberpunky starfield call of duty fifa type game I think part of the surprise is that they've been teasing all these actors, um, or Kojima has, and it was kind of unclear, well, is this Death Stranding 2 or is this the other game he's working on? Mm. Um, so at least now we know, okay, well, this all links and it was aiming for this. Yeah. yeah. And he did say on stage that he is doing another thing that's the, obviously the Microsoft Cloud game yep. that has been announced and a few other bits. I liked what he said on stage about... He completely rewrote the story because of the pandemic. I yeah, <laughs> I was going to ask mention that. Well, yeah, <laughs> and that he's 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 trying not to predict terrible things in the future because they just come true. Well, wait till all your babies turn into octopi. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <laughs> then he'll be a sucker. 
Oh. <laughs> oh. How do you make an octopus laugh? Tickle it. Give it tentacles. Oh. <laughs> I knew there was something in there. <laughs> oh, you really went out on a limb there. Oh, you didn't have a leg to stand on. <laughs> See what I did? Yeah. Anyway. Uh... Ed hates all of this. Every time. <laughs> Every single time. Immortals of Avium. <laughs> sure. That's not a baby pun. No. Uh, Tekken 8, where's your pretty excited about this yeah it looks great i won't bore you with the specifics cool but it, it... <laughs> <laughs> appreciate it ed nightingale Can you imagine jeff going on stage doing that to keith judge last night Can you imagine I mean, I wish he had. <laughs> I bet he felt like he wanted to. It, that was... I, I'm i still unclenching from how awkward that was. Um, it was pretty awkward. I actually haven't seen anyone time how long, but I've heard that it was over 10 minutes. It felt like half an hour that he was just going on and on and on. He was, he was recounting the entire development of God War Ragnarok in front of Al Pacino. At one point, oh, yeah, he said Al that Pacino. he. Oh yeah, Al Pacino's just hanging out in the background, <laughs> being like, "What on earth is this?" I was worried Al Pacino might have fucking just died, died on his feet at the end of his speech. Yeah. <laughs> oh god! Uh, and then he would do the eulogy. <laughs> as I'm here, I, I might as well start Al Pacino's <laughs> eulogy. I know this isn't a game, but but what? Al Pacino is so fucking random to get for the Game Awards to read out anything or say anything. Well, it's just like, why? This, this is one of my annoyances of the whole evening is that it was full of actors as opposed to... And some of them have been in games, but a lot of them are just unrelated to gaming. And Al Pacino stands up and goes, I don't really play games. And I'm like, I appreciate your Al Pacino, but equally, <laughs> like, no one would stand up at the Oscars and give out an award and say, I don't really watch films. Like why, <laughs> like, why did we get away with that with gaming? Why because do people we, do gaming that? still, and this last night proved it, it once again, gaming still has an inferiority complex when it comes to Hollywood. Yeah. It completely still seeks to legitimise itself by getting these random, like, people, legends from Hollywood. Daniel Craig. And are like, yeah, exactly. yeah, don't, yeah. don't lie the fuck. Was that Daniel Craig at the Game Awards? You know, save that for when he's in a game. Did they not like they've got like a little Among Us suit, or is that just this thing that he did for him for yeah. that? It or yeah, is it he doesn't need to do us. a bit for like. Last year we no had um, to... Gal Gadot and Brie Larson. Although Brie Larson is kind of into games. So. Yeah, Brie Larson's in Fortnite. But yeah. Gal Gadot, you know, Gal you know, Gadot. where it would have made sense is Henry Cavill. I can only assume he he just wasn't available. Because if I'm planning the Game Awards, the first celebrity I want to do is to be on that show is Henry Cavill. The crossover is unreal. Like, but, you know, Al Pacino. What? <laughs> <laughs> it was so random. You know? Just really... Gaming needs to just, like, leave all that behind. Especially when there are actors known for gaming. Like, let's lift those people up. Why not, why not have that award presented by Maggie Robertson, who won it last year as best performance like yeah in the back and be like she's exactly. known bring her back to to announce this as opposed to you know getting al pacino out of his grave <laughs> it was a proper what the fuck though wasn't it and he couldn't read the teleprompter <laughs> oh god yeah <laughs> like put your glasses on mate <laughs> yeah, he couldn't read it was just so you know did he even turn up for rehearsals i bet he didn't i don't and I bet he Play fucked games. off the minute he got off the stage as well. <laughs> what well, my children the, do. The teleprompter, like, quick, put the font size up, put the font size up. <laughs> it's just like it one word for the screen. How, how old are his kids? Because when someone says, you know, I don't play games, but I've watched my kids play games, like my kids do, that may, always makes it sound like they're relatively young, right? But Al Pacino's kids must have kids. 
<laughs> who probably have kids. Who probably might even have kids. <laughs> <laughs> Whose kids is he talking about? <laughs> Whose kids have you got, Al Pacino? Give them back. <laughs> Before they turn into octopi. <laughs> I, I honestly think he'll wait. He will, he'll have woken up this morning. With some kids. And he was... <laughs> Well, you know, he, he, maybe he saw that Bayonetta trailer. <laughs> gonna get cancelled. You're not on my kids. Are you my kids? Oh, I'm 50, Dad. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I think we should move on. Uh, Ed Nightingale, you saw Nightingale this week, actually. Um, I did great name. <laughs> did the developers comment at all on that similarity? Oh yeah, I was I was called out on a call with a lot of other journalists. <laughs> Just fine. I love this. I did I did also ask if Florence Nightingale is in the game, and it turns out she's not. But so there is why a is link it called Nightingale. So um, the city. Uh, at the centre of the world is the city of Nightingale, and there is a link to her in the lore, but she's not in the game. But it's also a play Ooh. on the fact it's a gas lamp fantasy. So that's also why it's Nightingale. It's a um, bit Mary Poppins. It is. There is. There's an umbrella that you glide on, like like Link in Breath of the Wild. And Fortnite. Um, sure. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think they haven't shown off a huge amount of gameplay for this. I think the world is really interesting. Um, it's this sort of Victorian fantasy meets magic. It's got the Fae, these like magical creatures. So there's all these eldritch witches and stuff coming into Victorian steampunky stuff. Um, I think that sounds really interesting. Um, but we just haven't seen a lot of gameplay. It's basically a survival online multiplayer co-op thing. Um, but they haven't shown a huge amount of how it actually plays. Well, new IP, good. Yeah. They've got yep. pedigree, that team, so. Aaron Flynn used to be Bioware boss. Yeah. Uh, we got a release month for Baldur's Gate 3, August next year. Um, we got a look at Fire Emblem's expansion pass, which is in January. Uh Diablo had an interesting night last night. Uh, oh, so <laughs> during the awards, they announced the release date, which is 6th of June. About two hours before the awards, the Washington Post came out with a long and detailed article about the game's development and how they wouldn't make the 6th of June release date without crunch. Um, this is a great example of reporting on a game's release date before it's publicly announced uh, for a very good reason. Uh, to talk about the development stuff and I encourage you to go read Washington Post article and all of that or of course you know we covered it on Eurogamer too but uh, yeah it um, was a very obviously well-timed piece of journalism to come out and talk about the very long development of that game and all of the troubles there um, ahead of its launch next year. I'm really excited for that game, but I, but the, all this stuff just makes me feel like the developers are going to have a really tough six months. And mm. It's hard to be excited for a game where you suspect that they're having a really tough time making it. Yes. Mm. Yes. Moving on. Sonic. Sonic. Sony revealed Horizon <laughs> Forbidden West. Sonic? What? Uh, DLC. <laughs> I was like, how have I not heard about this yet? <laughs> Went Sorry, too fast. Ed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this, I think we were expecting uh, an expansion, but there was something that we weren't expecting, right, Victoria? Oh, that it's a PS5 exclusive. Yes, that... Um, I'm so surprised. I am so surprised with that. And I remember a few weeks ago, we were talking about how I don't think The Last of Us Part 2's multiplayer will, will just release PS5 because I think they still support PS4 because that's what the original game released on. But apparently, Gorilla does not feel the same way. So, I, I feel... I don't Why know, I, do you think they've done this? Well, see, I've seen a lot of people commenting on it, and I, I thought the discourse around it would be really like, why are they neglecting people who bought the PS4? But everyone seems to be really excited about what it'll be able to do now it's unshackled. I mean, that's so, kind of how I feel about it. Yeah. <laughs> like, can they actually do something decent um, and, and exciting with it that, yeah. that's different? 
Yeah, but it's fundamentally it's still DLC for a game, a cross-gen game. Yeah, and that and that's it's weird to me because they're leaving a lot of money on the table. Um, and if I was a P- if I had PS4 owner and I bought that on PS4, I'd be miffed. I'd be really miffed. Yeah. So Sony really wants like your... you to move over to PS5. Yeah, but if that was your big yeah. game of the year, because you know, obviously we're in quite a privileged position that this is what we do for a living. But if you already buy a couple of games, and Horizon Forbidden West was one of your big games, which you paid full price for, I'd be really cheesed off if I didn't get DLC. Yeah, yeah. Um, remind me, is it a free upgrade from PS4 to PS5 on this? Yes, it is for this. This is okay. um, one of those games that came out close enough to launch that they said that would be the case, but. Uh, Obviously, the expansion will not be free. And I think this is Sony saying, you know, like the other side of Christmas, looking into 2023 now, PS5 has been out two years. If you are a big fan of PlayStation uh, and Horizon does have a big PlayStation uh, fan base, you know, like if you want to play this at some point before the inevitable Horizon 3 comes out, you know, a couple more years down the line, um, now is the time upgrade. Yeah, but that's this is DLC. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's not a new game. I don't, like sort of get it if it was a new, if it was a PS5 exclusive and it was a new game. Like the you know move over if you want to play it because we're doing stuff with the PS5. But this is DLC for a game that came out only this year. So just, I mean, they'll have run the numbers. They'll have made their projections. It will make sense to them in some weird sort of business way. Just from the outside in, it just looks a bit weird. I mean, it'd be interesting to know how many people bought it on PS4 compared to PS5. And I think a lot of people probably got this as part of that bundle when they bought the console because yeah. it, it comes as part of the bundle PS5 thing. So maybe a lot of people got it as part of that. And so this is kind of an extra incentive for, for those people. Maybe. What I did quite like, though, with this DLC is the fact that it's like a juxtaposition to Zero Dawn's one, which was Frozen Wilds. And this is Burning Shores. I think that's quite yeah. nice. Oh, they have obviously gone that. for like a yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. I like that. Gone for tropical in Hollywood. Yeah. In Hollywood, yeah. Yeah, and the, and you know the first thing people want to do is find the Hollywood sign because Jeff Keighley said it was it was in it. Well, you mm. see a, a beast crashing through it in the trailer. Mm. Oh, did you? I missed that. Okay. <laughs> it, uh, it, it was quite a short uh, short trailer, so. It is also in the the video image. There's a big Hollywood sign in the middle of it. Oh yeah, there is. <laughs> I'm yep. trying to make him feel better. <laughs> Seeing and noticing things is difficult at the moment. And remembering words too. Yes, like what is that game called? <laughs> Retracted. <laughs> Uh, next up, we had Amazon bringing... <laughs> Are we halfway through yet? <laughs> this is longer than the fucking Game Awards. <laughs> if only that were true. Uh, Amazon bringing Bandai Namco's MMORPG Blue Protocol to the West. I think this could be a Genshin Impact rival, and interestingly, it's coming to Xbox, which Genshin is not. Um, we I got a quick... that great. Yeah, I thought it looked cool, and you know, it's free to play. They've uh, I, I saw a bit of it earlier this week and they've said that the whole story is going to be playable without you having to pay anything it's just cosmetics which is sort of how Genshin does it and it's, Genshin is one of the biggest games in the world so yeah this may be one to keep an eye on uh, it's mm. out next year uh, Splash Damage is making Transformers reactivate really interesting we also got the news today that Splash Damage has acquired Bulkhead Interactive Um we got a brief sort of minute and a half clip from the Super Mario Brothers movie, which was fun, I thought. Still, what? Mario not, doesn't say much. I like that he doesn't say much. Yeah, But Mario's never been the main character in a Mario game. In, well, I, he has been the main character, but like, if, someone, if you ask someone who their favourite Mario character is, no one really sees Mario. This is true. So... Who do you play as in Mario Kart? And if you say Mario, then you're wrong. Yeah. Boring. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. You're just boring as fuck. You're an anomaly. <laughs> yeah, it's Toad. Just, That's the right answer. Toad is Who, Does he wear a hat? Oh, I liked, God. I mean, I that was. That bit of the Game Awards. I like that. Honest. I liked it. He was quite good. Yeah. yeah. Cap. Absolutely team head all cap. the way. 
Um, <laughs> never put that in a hashtag. He's put no. it in his article. I was reading it last they, night and I was like, oh, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> it's in <Ooh>. head. <laughs> the one thing that did strike me from that trailer is that actually the music was really good because previous trailers have been very like action movie soundtrack. And this was actually <laughs> the Mario theme done well and seemed fitting with the style. So um, yeah. that I was happy with. Yeah, the music was awesome. Uh, yeah, a nice look of the movie. We got a first glimpse of Banishers, Ghosts of New Eden, a project from Don't Nod. I think it's the team that was previously working on Vampire. We're still yet to see what Don't Nod are doing um, from their Life is Strange team, which is now set up in Montreal. Um, but Banishers is up next from Don't Nod. We got a look at Warhammer 40k Space Marine 2. Oh. Look like Warhammer. You, I'm, I'm not going to say anything because you're just cool. You're just we got the feature maker. There was a Crash Bandicoot game. I think that's all we need to say about that. Yeah, I didn't understand. I didn't really absorb what it was because the guy dressed in the fucking thing. He came down, and I was like, "Okay, this is the Crash Bandicoot bit, so I can sort of catch up on a few things doing the roundup." <laughs> is he a furry? Is that class as a furry? Well, I'm probably. <laughs> Let's not is upset it... anyone. Okay, um... game is. Basically, is what I'm saying. I failed to absorb what this game was. A very weird thing with Michael Madsen happened. Uh, oh, God, I forgot about that. Terrible. That was, that at all. That was no. so bad. It was so awkward. Oh, well, Michael Mads, he's barely alive. He's barely there. He is barely like, which is understandable given what he's done to himself over the years. Like, but that was the Game Awards, like Ozzy Osbourne moment. It was just like. I think it was notable that Michael Madsen came out flanked by two people who actually did most of the talking. And who held him up? Propped him up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like they weekend at Bernie's him, and they talked about crime boss Roque City, and uh, like this game has signed some ridiculous voice talent, including Chuck Norris, to record a few lines. Uh, Is it yeah, Kim, Kim, Kim Bassinger. Bassinger as well? Yeah. Oh, yeah, she's in there. Yeah. It's it's a real eighties sort of. It's kind of like, well, GTA is not going to do a Vice City, so we're going to do a Vice City with all of these Hollywood oh, no, actors. This, this isn't. This is payday. This is a payday game. No, but it had that look of Vice City to it. That sort of neon California yeah, it's, strip. Well, it's, but it's a, a first-person heist game. It's a yeah. first-person heist. It's exactly payday. It's just payday with Hollywood actors. And if I was, if I was the people making Payday Three, I'd be like, oh my god. <laughs> They got some Hollywood actors. They got Giancarlo Esposito in Payday. But speaking of Hollywood actors, Idris Elba is in Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven Phantom Liberty. Yeah. And that's now cool. I want to play it. Yeah, that was. A, I was not expecting that. Yeah, yeah. It's very cool. Yeah. That was Another really game cool. whose expansion is uh, new consoles only. Very yeah. True. Good. <laughs> I think probably for the best. I think that's probably for the best, given what happened with Cyberpunk. Um, I'm really looking forward to that expansion, not going to lie. I know Cyberpunk has its problems and the studio has its problems and everything, but I finished Cyberpunk and I want to play this expansion. I hope that in a smaller, focused expansion, they can actually tell a good story. Mm. How, have they said how long the expansion will be? Like, how much they're planning to fit in there? It's, nope. a, new, it's a new area of the city. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, Cyberpunk had fantastic storytelling around the edges. Like, it had it in parts and bits that weren't necessarily the main storyline. And some of the character work is absolutely incredible. So, if they can sort of, like, harness that, that would be good. Mm. I just remember Mr. Blue Eyes. From the, the base game. Yes. Sorry, I think someone's at my door. You can probably hit my dog. I'm just going to step away for two seconds. I'll be right back. No worries. Uh, we've got two games left from Software Announced. Armored Core 6 fires a Rubicon. That was a big surprise. Uh, although that also had leaked earlier this year as well. Um, but yeah, I've that's coming out in 2023. I've never played one of those games, 
but you know, people seem yeah, to... Yeah, I've never played an Armoured Core game, and, and I know from soft as, like, the Soulsborne people, so yeah, I'm interested to see how they now return to this, having learned all of that, and, and if how much that's going to influence it. Um, I, I thought the trailer for this also looked incredible. Yeah. Had a good um, good soundtrack to it as well. Yeah, it was it was really good world building style trailer, the kind of thing that you get with their games, their trailers, right? Is this the Bandai Namco? Is this the from Armour Armour Core, Core, Yeah, yeah, Core Six. Yeah, they look cool. And the very last game the of the one. night. Oh, if Eggs. you don't cut it off, right? <laughs> I don't no see way. why I'm not allowed to talk about my shit. <laughs> And Ed, Ed's going to get 10 minutes on this crap. People care about oh. Final Fantasy. People care about... I care about the things that I... Go on, Ed. <laughs> Ed, tell us all about it. Well, firstly, I'd like to publicly apologise to my neighbours for screaming very loudly when this came on at like 3am. Um... <laughs> I was very excited. Um, it's more uh, like four yeah, a.m. Got... Well, yeah, actually, it was closer to four. Um, we have a release date, which is the twenty-second of June next year. We knew it was summer, but now we have a specific date. Um, so that's only a couple of weeks after Street Fighter. Um, oh. And oh. poor Final ev- Fantasy sixteen. That's all I got to say. Sure. <laughs> um, yeah, we we every time they they show more trailers, I think it looks better and better. Um, we've seen more of the combat, which is, uh, as we know, is by um, people from Devil May Cry. Um, so we got to see loads of, uh, or more of the sort of icon-infused combat, more of the icons against each other. The big new thing is that we saw party members, which we haven't seen before. Um, we knew that there would be AI-controlled party members, but now we've seen three of them, which includes the dog, um, who you can also pet. Um and it, if it, it dies, does its ghost awesome. just come out of its corpse? <laughs> Don't suggest oh. the dog dying. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, and yeah, I, I am very, very, very excited about this. Really? If that wasn't clear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's going to be I wasn't a one of next year's biggest games. Seeing your excitement when it was announced or revealed or when it came I on, I think you'd have, if you were, you'd have just been like obliterated by the sonic scream that emanated. Like, I might have screamed, sort of... "Get me a towel!" very loudly. <laughs> cool. A long, well... long time since the games made me say that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think a game has ever made me say that. <laughs> but I'm glad that it it did what you hoped and then more. Yeah, and it was a good it was a good end to the game awards. Uh, it although... wasn't the end. <laughs> no. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was a very weird end. Obviously, with the stage invader. Um, felt sorry for uh, Miyazaki. And, uh, you know, obviously Jeff Keighley looked pretty flustered, but I just have to question how that kid got on stage and remained on stage for several minutes while that game of the year for Elden Ring speech was going on. It's pretty uh, crap security, to put it lightly. And, you know, just it's a good thing that that kid was just some 4chan idiot who wanted to say something rather than a 4chan idiot who wanted to do something else. So it's yeah. It's that so all the things that we've talked about in this will not be what this show is remembered for. None of the awards will be remembered. What this show will be remembered for is Al Pacino dying and this kid getting up on stage. That's yeah. what the Game Awards twenty twenty two was. Yeah, Al that was the disc- and this kid. The discourse afterwards on Twitter was like, what on earth just happened and why is Bill Clinton trending? And it reminded me of this year's Oscars where, you know, some very deserved people won. But I couldn't tell you anything about the awards other than someone got up on stage and slapped someone. And it just felt a bit like that. And, you know, I think clearly there there will be steps made to make sure this does not happen again. But it's unfortunate. I would be absolutely gutted 
if I was Miyazaki. Gutted. Yeah. And, and his team. Because, you know, they, they win the game, the game of the Year award, the big finish, you know, up on stage. And then this happens. It's just... It's a life, almost a life-ruining moment, like, for them. It's really grim. And I can't imagine what they did with this kid. <laughs> well, reportedly, he's now in the hands of LAPD. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens next if he is actually charged with so anything. What would they charge him with? Like what? Like I realized what yeah, he did was morally wrong, crime, but what crime, what crime was, was it? It's America; they can just make something up. I mean, like public nuisance. Uh, it's a private venue, so yeah. But he was—he wasn't. They can say trespassing. Bought, I don't know. Yeah, trespassing he, at an event he bought a ticket, a ticket for. Causing a public nuisance. In. Yeah. Yeah, but you can. That's. <laughs> I. So, irrespective of the act and the message that he said, which is obviously abhorrent, I feel a little bit uncomfortable with Kid getting arrested for this. I would feel even more uncomfortable with Kid being charged for this with anything. How old because, is Kid? Well. In the eyes of the law, in the state of um, California, was it? California. I'm, I'm not entirely sure. I mean, I know it would be depending on the age, considered a minor or an adult here, but I don't know in that state. But he looked like a kid to me. Um, but yeah, I just like the black. This is you know, Jeff Keighley. I hope you know apologizes profusely talks about how it happened and the steps that will take to make sure it never happens again. And I think that's that. Like, you get a kid and you say, you know, get out of my show, fuck off. You know, some security person, you know, leave. But arrested? The idea of him being charged with something? I don't know. Doesn't sit well with me. Like, fix your shit, Jeff. You know, first. The parent in me did think, where is his mother? Well, yeah. Maybe he was just a really young-looking adult. <laughs> Maybe. You know. Yeah. But if it's an adult, I mean still, like I just don't I don't know if this is a thing that you get a criminal record for. It's a video game show. He bought his bought a ticket. You know. Just I I mean I think it's probably a good thing that he was a kid rather than an adult who wanted to get on stage and cause more of a nuisance um but you know i've seen tweets with people saying like where was the security this was being pointed out all the way through the speech um that there was someone on stage who did not look like he was part of miyazaki's entourage and if people on the stream were seeing it why wasn't security seeing it you know you've yeah. got some very you know it doesn't matter if they're important or not but you've got like a lot of people in that room and if someone really did want to cause serious trouble, then it would have been a very bad situation. And it didn't look like they were really equipped to deal with it at all. You know, like the, the kid got out a couple of sentences before anyone sort of was like, what? You know, like, what's going on yeah, when that is allowed to happen? So, yeah. I, I And then, you know, Jeff Keighley coming out afterwards and being like, we've arrested him. I mean, I, I feel like that's them sort of trying to, you know, after the fact, be, say, yeah, yeah. look, we're taking care of this, but crazy. Well, that was the Game Awards 2022. Um... <laughs> we didn't even talk about the awkwardness of having Phil Spencer turn up, um, mm. like, literally an hour after the FTC announced they were suing them over the acquisition. And he was just sort of sitting there, like... <laughs> yeah, I'm no body language expert, but he did not look too relaxed, Um so well he gave um oh i I've, her name slips my mind but um is it caroline marshall he he's always congratulating her because that game as mm. dust falls uh would not exist without xbox funding so mm, they yeah, but he didn't say anything he didn't do a speech he didn't do an award did nothing oh. no but uh he, he has done in the past yeah where where was um where was, Where was Phil? Yeah, sorry, yeah, Jim Ryan. I don't think they can be in the same room together. 
maybe that's where security was. They were keeping Jim Ryan. You know, there'd been a scuffle pre-show. Jim Ryan, Phil Spencer, uh, and they yeah. were having to. There was. They were still trying to hold Jim Ryan back. Meanwhile, Doug Bowser is is uh, DMCA in journalism. <laughs> what an industry! The only Nintendo <laughs> representative there. Yeah. 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 And, re- and his though. and you know his old colleague Reggie, who's so criticised. Yeah, Reggie was there. Reggie, who criticised <laughs> Doug Bowser's handling of America of Nintendo of America because of all of the um, workplace stuff that apparently wasn't happening under Reggie's own reign. There, he says. Anyway, that was the Game Awards <laughs> 2022. There was, that, there was that whole joke as well of. Of, of there's a murderer in the room, and I'm like, well, with all this going on, <laughs> I'm not surprised. Oh my gosh, the, the one from Glass Onion. I forgot yeah. about that. That's really awkward. They were like, well, statistically, and I'm like, well, there could well be. <laughs> uh, that was terrible. Oh no. I had. Oh. Oh. That's, yeah, that's when. That didn't age well. <laughs> Video games. Uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, if you were watching with us last night, thanks for being there then. Um, there will be more news next week. You can guarantee that and we'll be back then to talk about all of that. In the meantime, though, Ed, where can people find you on Twitter? You can find me at Ed underscore Knights. Victoria? Uh, I am Little Chop Shop Gal. And Wes? I am at Whip 100 and I'm at Tom Phillips EG. Thanks again, everyone. We'll see you next time. Bye for now. Bye. See you then.